Hi, I'm Adewale Adejumo. I build businesses and I also teach people how to take control of their lives. You are listening to the Epilogue Buddha podcast where I'll be bringing you some of the best personal growth mentors and entrepreneurs on the planet. And they will be sharing the best ideas on personal growth for mind, body, spirit, and work. My guest today is a Zambian-born South African business executive, explorer, and mountaineer. Okay, in May 2019, she became the first black woman to reach the summit of Mount Everest. She's also known to have summited three other highest peaks, including Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania, Aconcagua in Argentina, and Mount Helbros in Russia. Saray is a transformational coach, and if you would like to be coached by her, you can reach out to her through our website, saraykumalo.com. My friends, please meet Sare Kumalo. Sare, welcome to Happy Like Buddha. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I must correct you, though. I'm the first black African. We do have a black American sister that submitted Everest before me. That, that is still an accomplishment on, like, on its own. Um, <laughs> Sare, Thank I want to ask you, Thank you so what is up with you and mountains? Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> that's, that's a very good question. Uh, well, there's really nothing up. I think uh, I try to kind of find my why, you know. You know, you work and you just get to a point where you think there must be something a little bit more to life than just this, you know. And I, and I got there. Um, and when I summited Kilimanjaro and I used it to raise money for a home with the people that I was with, um, that just made sense to me. You know, it took me back to when I was young and my grandfather saying, if you don't live a life of service, then that's a life wasted. And that just felt right. And, and I wanted to do more of that because a Kilimanjaro wasn't necessarily easy, but mm. getting up there is something that nobody ever takes away from you. It's mm. something that you draw back from to say, I was able to do what may have been seen as impossible for me before. It means that I can do anything. And, you know, um, and having summited Kilimanjaro and when we were handing over the outdoor gym that we had built in the library, one of the kids in the home said to me, do you really come from the township? You know, mm. and, and her thing was people like us don't do things like this. And as a mother of two, I made a conscious decision that I am going to actually step on the highest peak of every highest peak on every continent, the seven mm. continents and use it to raise money for education because it's showing that child and my kids that it doesn't matter what they look like, where they come from, they can step on top of the world. They can do anything that they put their minds to. And uh, it's been fun ever since and uh, a lot of challenges, I must say, uh, but very fulfilling and humbling experience nonetheless. Mm, mm, mm. That is very inspiring. And for anyone, who, if you're wondering what we're talking about today, we are going to be talking about personal transformation. As you've already heard from Saray, she, made, she, 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 she found a why, and a why was what led her to want to summit the top of pretty much every mountain that I personally wouldn't try <laughs> to, um, to summit. Okay? And we're also going to be talking about how you can reinvent yourself through personal transformation, because it must have taken a lot of personal transformation for you to, for, actually for anyone, it takes 
I think he was taking, taking, taking personal transformation for anyone to start summiting mountains. Because I presume you didn't start summiting, you weren't like a mountaineer, you weren't like a mountain climber throughout like the entire life. You, it was a particular point in life where you like made a choice that like, okay, I'm going to do this. And then you started doing it, you know? So please yeah. tell me, you know, why is it important for people to let go of the rules and labels if we want to transform our mindsets? Because that, you had to let go of those of labels that, um, that, um, um, that you had. Why is it important? I think it, it, it's the most liberating thing one uh, has to go through. Uh, for me, I got to a point where I lost my older sister and um, I started questioning and wondering whether she had fulfilled her purpose. You know, not to say she hadn't. Maybe her, one of her purposes was to just kick me in the butt to say, hey, what are you doing with your life, you know? Um, and, and I started wondering whether what I'm doing in the corporate job was actually enough, you know? And, and until then, the norm was actually fine because that's what the world was expecting from me. That's what my mother expected from me. That's what my community expected from me. Mm. Go be a mother, be a wife, go to work, come back, go to church. And, but how are we going to actually live the life that we're meant to live as people that are actually uniquely extraordinary? So I am a Christian, so I refer a lot to that. Um, I think we are all put here for a reason. And, and that is just to be uniquely amazing. No one can do me better than I can. No one can do, make the impact on this earth more than myself because I'm there for a purpose and I can't do what they can do because that's their bit. But every now and again, we have these limiting beliefs because the world doesn't expect that from us, you know? Mm, and, mm. And, and because the world expects me to work this way and, and work that way. And you find that more, often than not, you're actually not happy because it's not intrinsic. It's, it's about what extremities want to see, what they expect to see. But when you let go of that to say, yes, I'm going to climb the mountain. Yes, I'm the only black female there, but deal with it. I am here. It makes me happy. It's my way of giving back. And that is the most liberating, you know, um, experience. And I know the mountains are not for everybody. I think everybody <laughs> must just, <laughs> everybody has got their own Everest, I say. That's you know, I, I think it's that stepping just a, a, a foot out of your comfort zone that liberates your mind and those around you to actually make it the impact that the world needs and leave this generation, the next generation at a better place than we found it. That is really, that, that is really inspiring, you know, letting go of the labels and the boxes that society has sort of put you in, you know, what are some of the things that you pretty much had to unlearn? Um, things that you became aware of, you know, can you give me, can you give me examples? Yeah. So, so the one thing uh, is growing up, I used to watch, um, you know, these superheroes on TV for one hour which gives away my edge. Uh, I'll see them <laughs> flying and, and, and really saving the world. You know, Superman, Wonder Woman, uh, and Shira. There was also Shira, um, and and I would just look at them and, and think they were epic, but they didn't look like me. They didn't talk like me. So mm. there was a sense of self disbelief that I cannot be a superhero. Those are just people. Other people are not not us, right? And mm. and I had to let go of the fact that. 
you know, it's okay, I can't be like them, but I am my own superhero. And every day I'll be deliberate in, in how I do things because only I can do it better the way that I can. So it, it's believing that I am extraordinary and being ordinary is a choice. Whereas previously, the belief, when I actually started climbing, my website said, I'm just an ordinary African woman trying to reach extraordinary heights. But mm. that's not it. I am extraordinary. And, and really, and everything that I'm going to do is going to attempt to actually show me that the extraordinary me exists within me. Uh, and being ordinary is a choice. And, and I think that's true for everybody. You know, um, there is a book Absolutely. that I, I read, um, The Art of Possibilities. When you give a class or as, you know, the results at the end of the year is a lot higher. More will get better grades than when they start at zero. So imagine if the whole of Africa had A's, they were all A performers, right? Mm, At the mm, end of the mm. day, we would be a shining example, not, not a continent that is waiting to be assisted, but the continent that's waiting to play at that global uh, game as an equal partner to the rest of the continents around the world, you know? Mm. Anyway, that's, that's my thoughts. <laughs> now, I, I, you know, I totally agree with you because I believe that people, you know, uh, the difference between being ordinary and being, and being extraordinary only, you know, basically comes down to people's mindset. And that's something that I talk about all the time, that your mindset is what's going to carry you forward and what's going to help you to transform, you know, what's going to help you to achieve the goals that you want to achieve. Obviously, with action as well, you know, I, so I was just looking for a paper and a pen just now. I've forgotten that I was actually recording this. What is the name of the book that you just recommended, that, that you just mentioned now that you read? The Art of Possibilities. The Art of Possibilities. All right, cool. Yes. I, I I'll remember that. My next question <laughs> is, what routines would you recommend for a person to help them observe their thoughts so that they can be so that they are more conscious and are able to know what is needed for them to change? Um, I think it's, it's the act of uh, gratitude and self-affirmation. First of mm. all, you wake up every morning and you remind yourself that you are extraordinary, right? Absolutely. And, and you, 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 you actually de are deliberate. So I have goals that I need to achieve. And every day I do at least three things towards that goal. Even if it's just moving a dial, it's moving. Like every day, seven days a week, 30 days um, a month, 365 days a year. That is just, it's amazing. I know people think it's crazy, but if you just try it and do one thing towards that goal of yours. And a lot of people argue to say, but I don't have time. No, we do. I mean, we have 24 hours, eight hours we're sleeping, eight hours with the employer. What are you doing with the eight hours, right? You know, so you can always make time. The other thing is journaling. If you write down your goals or your thoughts, your, uh, what you want to, um, to, to actually achieve or what, you want, what your plan is and you see it there, the fact that you one day are going to cross over and say it's done motivates you to try and cancel more and do more and do better. I love that. You know? I love that. And it's, it's not about really competing with the Joneses next door. It's competing with who you were yesterday. Mm. You know, somebody asked me to say, you know, who do you look up to or what do you want to be like? 
you know, it's, I want to be like me tomorrow. So I'm working so hard today so that that me tomorrow is like epic you know and 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 it's it's a struggle every day but it's doable and at some point it becomes part of you you know you don't need to think about it um yeah that those are some of the things that i can talk about and, and i think also something else that i started doing which i never used to do is to focus on my strengths you know what is it that i'm amazing at if, if you think about Usain Bolt as an example, Caster Semenya, they are naturally brilliant runners, right? But you don't see them running to say, I want to go swimming. You know, they focus on the running and they're amazing at it. So if my, what my strength is, is strategy, you know, be awesome at strategy. You will make your weaknesses become even strengths and mm. partner with the people that are great at your weaknesses because together you form a formidable team. It's, it's the willingness to acknowledge what you're not great at and partner with the right people and focus on what you're good at. Uh, and, and that's something that uh, I actually learned later on in life. I wish, you know, I wish I'd learned it earlier on in my life because then I wouldn't have wasted time on stuff that I'm not necessarily great at. And I would have <laughs> been amazing. Mm. <laughs> if you had to go back and tell your younger um, 20 years ago self, I'm assuming that actually I'm not going to make any assumptions. I know a gentleman to never make any assumptions. <laughs> if you had to go and go back and tell your, say your 20-year-old self, okay, not 20 years ago, 20-year-old yeah. self, give a 20-year-old self an advice. What would you tell a 20-year-old self right now? Um, vulnerability is a superpower it's okay to admit that you don't know and partner with people that don't know that know where you don't um it, it, it's also important to focus on your strengths which i touched on a little bit earlier mm. um and it's okay to say goodbye to partnerships and friendships that's that don't serve your purpose right <laughs> and it's not because you don't like the people Absolutely. <laughs> you know I agree. because those people were useful up to base camp and their aim was going to base camp and I'm going on a summit journey and, and, and they, they helped me up to base camp. And I hope that I helped them to get to base camp, which is their end goal. But I'm going to actually partner with people that are taking me to the top of my world. And I wish I had done that from the time that I was younger. Mm. I think my world would be a lot more, but everything happens, um, you know, for the right reason at the right time. But that would, be, would have been advice that I would have loved to, to receive at that time. I think a lot of us would have loved to have received that advice. Um, me looking back at how many years mm -hmm. I'd wasted, um, yeah, not really, not, really doing, not, not really moving forward. I felt like I was stuck in this negative loop um, with certain types of people that were in my life and I needed to actually break away from. So that's some really good advice. I hope, I hope anyone listens to this takes that advice to heart. Guys, if you want to connect with, with Sarah, 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 I keep calling you Sarah, Sarah. Okay. I need to get that. Yeah. It's the spelling of the name. Yeah. If you want to connect with Sarah, you can connect with her on a social media. She's on all social media, major social media platforms, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. It's Sarah Kumalo. It's Sarah with S-A-R-A-Y, Kumalo. Okay, you see the spelling also in the description 
um, I'm going to attach below as well. Okay, so next question, um, Sarah. How long does it take to transform? Oh, wow. It takes as long as um, your commitment. It's, it's based on your commitment. How committed are you to, to the transformation that needs to happen? Um, and if, and, and what, what is it that you actually want to, maybe let me start with where are you at and where do you need to go, right? Based on where you are at and where you need to go, it may take you as much as one conversation with me, right? Or mm. as long as a week or a year. But I don't think it should take that long if you are committed to it and if you're convinced that it is the best thing for you. And I think everybody should actually have a, almost, a, I call it a summit mindset, you know, that mindset to say, I don't actually have forever on earth. I have today and today I'm going to be as impactful as I can. So I'm going to be deliberate in everything that I do. It's saying that only I can do the best that I can. And it's okay to fail because when I fail, it's only a failure if I don't learn from it. But if I learn from it, you know, then it's a success because I'm going to use it as a stepping stone to get to the next level. Because if you look at my story, I only submitted Everest on my fourth attempt. And I don't think my attempt, which is history-making, record-breaking 2019, was a success in isolation of my attempt in 2014, 2015, and 2017. It's the learnings that I got from there that made it easy for me to achieve 2019. I just think that if there's a commitment and you have the right coach to keep you accountable, you can transform within a week or a month, but it's the commitment from you that is required and the right support. Mm. And I just think I should just mention that the reason why you did not get to the summit of Mount Everest for those other years was due to um, weather that was going to kill you. Okay. <laughs> it, wasn't, True. It, wasn't, it wasn't because you. Yeah, you just yeah the up. first year we, we had an avalanche that killed 16 shepherds um, and the mountain was closed. The second year there was an earthquake. I think it killed about 9,000 people in Nepal, uh, 22 people at base camp. Um, the third year I was 99 meters from the top, like so close and yet so far, you know. Mm. And the weather was really bad. Um, I lost consciousness. Um, I was airlifted from Camp 2 and I came back. And um, yeah, 2019 was the year. And I did a lot differently. I mean, I went with a smaller team. I was involved in decisions. When do we get out of the tent? Why? You know, I, I did a lot of things differently. And, um, but also, you know, I just believe it was God's time, you know everything just fell into place. Because if you look at the history of Everest in 2019, there were crowds. Everest lost about 19 people. Um, you know, it, it was chaotic. But within that chaos, um, we were able to, to summit and, and make history. So it was the right time. Mm. You know, I assume that you had, you, you had gone through a transformation before you decided to take on the challenge of summiting Mount Everest and all the other mountains that you summited. Can you tell me why is it important and why is it important for anyone who goes through a transformation to jump into new experiences after this transformation? Why is that important? 
I, I guess you're test driving it, right? <laughs> mm. You're test driving the, the new you. But um, I think it's, it's just important to almost leave the old you, the old circles that were pulling you down because it's easy to go back down there and move into new, a new tribe and a new you uh, and do things differently. Um, they say that if you continue doing things the same way and expecting different results, then there is something wrong with you, right? Yep, so you I go back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but, but it's, such, it's such a blessing, especially, I mean, I'll go back to knowing your why, because when you know your why, your how, it becomes easy. You know, it, it's, mm. you, you try again because your why hasn't changed right? You'll mm. find a way to, to get there. You'll make a plan because you know what your why is. Um, and, and I think it's just important that when you, when you transform, if you can transform your environment as well with you immediately, yeah. then good for you. But if your environment is going to pull you back into your old you, run and run, run towards your success. Wow. I 150% I agree with you that once you've transformed, what you need to do is, even if you have to move to a new city, move to a new town, change <laughs> flats, do just make sure you make a change in your life because, you know, going back to the same old habits, that transformation that happened within that, like maybe like a split second for you or maybe a year or a couple of months, your brain just starts to your brain loves familiar things and you start to, you know, pick up the old habits and start becoming that older version of yourself that you no longer wanted to become that you were trying to break exactly. away from. I, I, yeah, I love that. Weird question. And, and remember, the older you is your comfort zone. So mm. it's easy to go back there than it is yeah. to step out of your comfort zone. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. Yeah. Do you ever think about your own death? Oh, wow. Yeah. After 2014, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I guess that's why I'm so obsessed about doing things now and, 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 and achieving what I believe is my purpose because I don't have control. I know life is fragile, you know, and because life is fragile, I don't have control over what's going to happen tomorrow. And people say, maybe you're an adrenaline junkie. That's why you go to the mountain and all that. And ski to the south pole but but the reality is i don't have control over tomorrow even if i locked myself in my house i'll just die if it's my time right mm. the tragedy is if i die doing what i don't like having achieved absolutely nothing that mm. is the tragedy so we all because we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow should actually use today to either learn something teach something or be something because we have the power to make history, each and every one of us. There is no special Absolutely. people. You are the special people. So um, I, I just, I think about it and I'm comforted by the fact that I would have tried my best when that time comes. Hmm. And how would you, how would you want to, how would you want to be remembered? If, um, I'm not saying she would write you, <laughs> write you, <laughs> it, call, it, call, it, call it, eulogy, eulogy, yeah. something like that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> on, yeah. on this. Um, yeah, I would just remember. Yeah, that's an important question because I asked that to some of my clients to say, How do you want to be remembered? If you want to be remembered as an amazing person, are you being amazing today? 
you know. So you start being amazing, you know. Start doing what it is that you want people to remember you for. Unless if you want them to lie, well, they, you know, at your gravesite. If you want them to be honest, then do it today. I definitely would love to be remembered as, a, as, as an African woman that made a small difference to the next generation. Not big, just small in my environment. Because the small difference that I make to that person next to me nudges them to make a difference to the next person. And as a collective, you know, we can just ignite the world. Um, I, I think thinking that I'm going to change the whole world is maybe delusion of grandeur, but I'm going to change my world in my environment and pray that the people around me are going to do the same. And the, the effect, I mean, you see on Facebook, you post one thing and the next thing, millions of people are posting. Like, why don't we like, post positive vibes, you know, changing Absolutely. mindset, you know, Absolutely. A, a, a team pairs, A Africans, you know, and, and then it just burns the whole continent with amazing people um, that are going to make Africa shine to the rest of the world. I'm Adewade Dejumo, and this is the Apilak Buddha Podcast. I would love to connect with you on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. On Facebook, you can find me at Adewale Adejumo. On Instagram, at Wale Adejumo. And on Twitter, at Wale Adejumo. If you enjoyed that episode, please subscribe to the Apilak Buddha Podcast so that you do not miss new episodes we will release. And I will see you on our next episode.